Is there a shortage of nurses? If so, how does that have an impact on the health system? Some of our nurses leave nurses for good completely. Some they re resign and just move on. Would you say such nurses have lost their passion, the love of being a nurse? Could there be some contributory factors besides salary? Is it wrong to resign in any profession or any job? What is my opinion? My name is Peggy Mashamba. I'm a retired registered nurse in South Africa. I am sharing my experiences that I acquired throughout my journey as a nurse. As a disclaimer, this discussion is based on my personal observations. What happened, what I learned, what we shared as colleagues. This includes some of the information from the media, for example. I will add links for whatever I've taken from articles. For example, these days when we watch news, we can see there are nurses striking in the United Kingdom. They are under the NHS. So what is leading them to go on strike? Are there any similarities? Could this be leading to a shortage of nurses? There are a lot of research articles available as well, which we can all access regarding shortage of nurses. Please continue to listen up to the end of this discussion so that we can find out what solutions can be used to resolve this matter. My opinion, as I asked, is it okay to resign? I would say it is a yes and a no. Why? It's because people resign for different reasons. Some they resign because they feel, mm -mm, I cannot be a nurse anymore. Reasons for leaving nursing. There could be positive or negative reasons. Maybe one wants to follow a specific specialty, like I want to specialize as an HIV counselor, a renal nurse, or a psychiatric nurse, or I want to be a lawyer, so I'm studying towards that, or medicine, or some if their situation allows them would say, I'm resigning, I'm going to stay at home. So there are a lot of positive reasons that could lead a nurse to leave. But there are also negative reasons, which are said, meaning that this nurse is not intending to leave, but she has reached a stage to say, I cannot handle this. It could be burnout, 
That nurse could be emotionally drained, extremely stressed. Shortage of staffing as a nurse, it is hard on them. It compromises your ability to render quality nursing care to the best of your ability. As nurses, at times you find yourself working under conditions whereby you hardly have a few minutes to spare to can stop, chat with your patient as an individual, listen to them, show them empathy and willingness to help. You are in a hurry to catch up and complete your routine. It has become about my routine before the end of the shift. And then it also makes you feel bad to say, I failed certain patients as I had no time to stop and listen and they wanted my attention. They tried to grab my attention. Some of them I promised them to say, I'll come back, let me finish this, then I'll talk to you. As nurses, we multitask a lot. It's doctor's rounds, medications, dressings, vital signs, feeding. You have to meet the basic needs of a patient, especially the helpless ones. And you want to feel at the end of your shift, you have managed to achieve that. Salaries are usually an issue, but if you can talk to nurses who are resigning during their exit interview, they will tell you to say, yes, my salary is an issue. Where I'm going to, I'm going to earn a better salary. But mostly they will tell you, that was not my main motivation for leaving. I loved working with the team that I was working with. I loved that institution. It could be a clinic, it could be a hospital, for example. The colleagues, the multidisciplinary team, which will include doctors, physiotherapists, and other specialists, was a good team. But what was heavy is the working conditions. They became unbearable for me. I felt very much unsafe. I felt exposed to can make mistakes, face disciplinaries, and be faced with harsh consequences. So the issue that I am aware this is what is facing me was haunting me, it became heavy on me. Hence, I decided, mm -mm, let me leave this bedside nursing or let me leave this clinic and work where I won't be dealing with patients directly, for example. I'll be working for a medical aid or for an insurance company in a call center as a nurse, anything that will reduce risk for myself.
Another thing that haunts nurses is the weight saving costs. They are not against that because in life, whether it's at home or any other company, saving cost is one of the main functions, it's one of the main issues that you need to take into consideration. The only difference with nursing, we are dealing with human beings. They have a soul. They feel pain. So during the efforts to save cost, sometimes there is deliberate understaffing or intentional understaffing. Why I'm saying that? You could be asked to say, okay, your nursing assistance in a shift, if you used to have two, you need one. Or you are told you can do without a nursing assistant. We usually work 12-hour shifts. So you are told your nursing assistant can work from 7 till 4 p.m. So the remaining three hours, you don't have a nursing assistant. Sometimes you are told during the night, the night team won't have a nursing assistant. And yet these nursing assistants are so important. The South African Nursing Council recognizes them. They write an exam under the, the South African Nursing Council. Their function is so important. For example, there will be that patient, the helpless patient with those long nails. It's a long-term type of a patient. You can see that you love to help that patient, but the student nurse is so busy running around. The registered nurse and the enrolled nurse, you're trying to catch up with the routine. That nursing assistant eventually would have an opportunity to go and sit down, talk to this patient and cut those nails, and the patient will feel so good it's a small gesture, but they don't forget that. Even the visitors, when they arrive and they see those nails have been trimmed, they get that satisfaction to say they are taking care of our patient, our loved ones. So it is not easy. Saving cost has its consequences within the health system. You find that you are the registered nurse. Maybe you used to be two or three and they cut one down. You are expected to cope. The burden becomes too much on you as a nurse. And then you start looking at the risks to say, my certificate is on the line here. My mental well-being is on the line. So I'll rather leave bedside nursing. And then we turn around and say there is a shortage of nursing. We've got the nursing agencies. We've got a large number of nurses who are working through agencies. They are called in every day. 
day and night to come and fill the gap, but under those strict conditions of the staffing level. Why can't those nurses be absorbed and be permanent? Why do we have a, a vacancies frozen? And then we turn around and say there is a shortage of nurses. Is the Department of Health, our government, not aware of these vacancies and the agency nurses that are floating around? Some, they are highly qualified, but they are staying at home, waiting to be called. So is that a shortage of nurses? Or is due to saving costs? Or due to the frozen posts? Some of the nurses will say, I couldn't deal with the bullying. We are not listened to. Our opinion doesn't matter to senior management. And in defense of senior management, for example, the matrons, they are also feeling a lot of pressure themselves. They are expected to make sure whatever they are told is implemented. It can be a painful emotional cycle for both nurses on the floor and nurses at senior level because they also report to their seniors. If you read research articles about shortage of nursing, you will realize the outcome of this research is similar, most of them. For example, there is an article by Hester Klopper on the Daily Maverick. That research was about South Africa to say we have a critical shortage of qualified nurses, the backbone of the healthcare system. They talk about the high shortage of skilled nurses, critical shortage of nurses, a low number of degreed nurses to cover nursing academics for training and research. The number of intensive care trained nurses is also dwindling. And according to multinational studies, it indicates that patient outcomes are better when nursing staff is better qualified. I have included links to both of both of these articles for your perusal as well. When we watch news on television, at this moment the nurses in the United Kingdom under the NHI are involved in a strike action. When you read the placards that they are holding, some of the reasons uh, stated leading to the strike action is allegedly the shortage of staff. They alleged that there is understaffing 
it's about salaries. So those those complaints, if you look, listen to them, and their research articles, you find that they are not common to one country. There are a lot of other nurses in different countries globally who allegedly have the same type of complaints. So why are the healthcare departments in these different countries not picking up on these type of complaints? Are they aware of such complaints? How are they handling that? Which possible solutions could help in curbing the shortage of nursing? Training of nursing, of nurses, is important. For example, how could research be continued if we don't have a lot of degreed nurses? It doesn't mean all nurses must have a degree, but we need the training to continue. Secondly, the working conditions of these nurses, the risk should be taken out. Nurses should feel safe in their working environments. Yes, salaries also have to be taken into consideration. But based on the, on the exit interviews, it is evident to say the working conditions are also wearing heavily on the shoulders of a nurse. Nurses need to feel listened to. Those who are seen in senior positions even from the Department of Health. Maybe they need to engage with the nurses on the floor level to understand them, what are their needs. When they say they are understaffed, what do they really mean? Because they might be thinking Nurses are exaggerating. How could institutions, whether it's in the public or private sector, allow understaffing to happen? Maybe they are given solutions to say, this is helping to curb costs, and they would do allow nurses to motivate to say they are not well-staffed. For example, a nurse could be looking after five patients and you find that that nurse did not even go for a tea break or lunch break. Why? The physical condition of those patients. They need constant attention and you cannot manage to leave them alone. So... It's not about the number of patients. It's about the conditions of patients. That is a challenge for the nurses to say, when we save cost, we also need to take into 
better consideration the type of patients in that ward or the clinic or wherever nurses are working. For South Africa, it is a plus to say nursing has been added into the critical skills shortage, a skills list. But the issue is, do we really have a shortage of nurses? When we have a lot of nurses working as agency nurses, and they are nurses who are looking for permanent employment. We've got colleagues who are working in other countries. You, they've gone to the United Kingdom, to America, and other countries, Dubai, Saudi. They will tell you they do their normal shifts and they also work overtime to make up. Why? Salary issue still comes up. True. Does it mean posts are frozen in those countries as well? Hence, there is a shortage of nurses. The sad part is that the shortage is avoidable. For example, if we do employ nurses according to the correct numbers, we could avoid situation whereby you find that a nurse is forced to go and work in a certain department despite the nurse stating that I am not comfortable, I'm not experienced to work in that world, but you are told, no, you can go, you will survive, and yet when things go wrong, you are alone. Suddenly you are reminded about the scope of practice to say you were not supposed to accept that allocation, that task, it is easily said than done. As a reminder, nursing is a noble profession. It requires the highest degree of professionalism, dedication, and care. So this is a sensitive issue to say there is shortage of nurses. It all depends on how it is handled. My personal opinion is those nurses who are unemployed, if they can be employed, it's only then we can say, is there a shortage of nurses or what? And if training can continue, the numbers based on the, our population each country, if it's taken into consideration, this could be a problem of the past. We need to remember, nurses are human, there is aging. So every year, every month, there will be a nurse 
who's going on retirement. So those vacancies, if they could be planned for to say, we know there's so many, this, this is the percentage of nurses who are going to, who will be going on retirement. How do we plan our training so that we don't allow a vacuum? Thank you very much for listening. Please, if you were listening for the first time, it's appreciated. And then if you are a return listener, it's also appreciated. On your screen, you'll see the follow icon. So just press on follow so that you can get a notification with the next posting. Thank you, thank you a lot. Bye.